welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco. Today I'm talking about why do we replay games and what makes a game more replayable. Just got back from watching the Marvels with my family tonight. We had a really good time, picked up the kids from school. We grabbed some food and, uh, you know, just kind of killed some time before the movie. Decided to walk through Target and grab some candy. It's really nice when you have a, a candy store, like a Target next to a movie theater. So we could sneak a bunch of candy and save a bunch of money. Don't worry, we still got some popcorn. And uh, yeah, watch the Marvels. We had uh, we had watched uh, Captain Marvel and the Ms. Marvel show over Thanksgiving break. And yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, really had a fun time with that movie. And and surprisingly short, an hour and 40, which is incredible. More of that, Marvel. But I definitely recommend it. We had a lot of fun. All right. So why are we talking about replayable games? Well, got a topic submission, love it, from Arthur. And Arthur sent, uh, sent me this. He said, uh, PlayStation Daily topic for you. What aspects does a game have to have that it makes you want to replay it? So very interesting. Now, now I asked Arthur back, do you replay games? And his response was, I rarely go back and replay games. I just keep playing them forever. Although right now I'm replaying Cyberpunk. And then he went on to say that the reason why he's playing Cyberpunk, like kind of a different reason than I thought, is the first time he played it, he didn't play many of the side quests, and he got a sort of bad ending. And so he's now going through the game and doing all the side quests he possibly can. And I, I love that because I, I've done that before. I think uh, some of these open-world games have so much value when you do the side quests, and you really miss a lot if you ignore them. Um, it also can make the game a lot more fun to play because you get more powerful, and it makes the missions a little more... A little more juiced up and a little bit more hard. I had a game just like that I'll talk about. But I I have to say, I'm an admitted, I love replaying games. I Sometimes I feel my gaming time is more satisfying when I am. Um, there's a lot of reasons that I have, and I'll go through them. But yeah, like I, I actually do... It feels good sometimes to extract more value out of your game and honestly, to play a game that you already own <laughs> instead of buying something new and dropping another 60 or $70 on it. But I wanted to share some of my reasons for replaying a game. And the first one is uh, probably a lot like Arthur. You know, I didn't 100% it the first time. And sometimes when I play games and I don't 100% them, I smile a little bit because I know that it, it gives me a window into playing the game again down the road. And knowing that there's more to explore and more characters to meet and more things to do and more powers to earn. And uh, I have I've had this happen with a lot of games because generally the first time I play through the game, maybe I'm not as energized to do everything. And this happened to me with The Witcher 3. Um, gosh, I played through The Witcher 3 and uh, I got, I think, a decent ending. I'm not really sure. But there were so many side quests that I didn't do. I, I was trying to do a lot of them early on, and then I sort of started to fade. And when I came back and played The Witcher, and I played The Witcher many times, but when I came back to like really try to 100% the game, and that's a really hard thing to do. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that, but that's a really hard thing to do. It's easy to fail quests accidentally. You really got to manage your saves. 
you got to find all the cards. It's it's exhausting. But when I replayed it and tried to do everything, man, there was so many things I really enjoyed. I I actually appreciated Gwent a lot more. I felt more powerful. I gosh, I mean, the side quests in that game are so great. So many stories that I missed the first time. Horizon Zero Dawn is another example of a game that I rushed through the first time I played it. Didn't really love it because I kind of main quested the whole thing. And then after I played Horizon Forbidden West sometime later when I got my PS5, I made a point to go back to Zero Dawn and try to 100% everything, and I did. And I love that game a lot more. Red Dead Redemption is a game that I replayed fairly recently when they did the the re-release uh, I definitely didn't 100% it because that is a grueling game to 100%. The fast travel in that game is really annoying. And I did do a lot more and I did more side quest stuff than I did before. And honestly, the only thing that stopped me from 100%ing it was I just didn't know what else to do. I could see in the lists what to do, but I don't know. I just, the fast traveling is hard and I, I just, I, I couldn't do it anymore. It was, it was too agonizing. Um, and that's actually a pet peeve of mine. Maybe I should do a pet peeve list. Games that really don't make it fun to try to 100%. Um, that game is kind of painful to 100%. Oh, yeah, and The Last of Us Part 1, when that came out on PS5. I was so excited to play through that game again. I would have played it anyway. But just the fact that I, I didn't 100% it the first time. Um, still haven't 100%ed it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to play the game again in January. So we'll try to 100% it right there. But yeah, like, what a great excuse to play a game again. Another big reason, especially for me, is games that have multiple stories and endings, and this goes to narrative games. Uh, there's not many narrative games that I have played that I didn't play immediately a second time. Uh, all the Life is Strange games, for sure. Um, Until Dawn is a game I've been talking about recently on this podcast. Um, that's a game I want to play through again. Uh, the quarry, I really need to, did I say that I almost always replay them? I at least always want to replay them. Um, the quarry I did play twice. I've been meaning to play it a third time and it just hasn't happened. But, um, but I already did play that one twice and I am currently replaying Baldur's Gate three. I don't, I don't know how far I will go, but I'm well into act one. I might stop at the end of act one. We'll see. But for right now, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm thinking I'm just going to stop at the end of act one. And, and yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I have a whole different party that I'm playing with. And one of my favorite characters from the first time I played has died in this version. <laughs> so, um, but the PlayStation portal is making it a lot easier to do. All right. Another good reason to replay a game is when a sequel is coming out and I've enjoyed the first game enough that I want to re-experience it so that when I play the sequel, I can enjoy that story even more. And sometimes this happens when you played the first game. You know, these games come out three, four, five years apart sometimes. Uh, Blasphemous is a game that recently I replayed because I knew that I enjoyed it, but Blasphemous 2 was coming out. And so I have now replayed Blasphemous, and I will soon be playing Blasphemous 2. And yeah, like sometimes you just don't want to jump into that sequel until you've really refreshed the story because you feel like that narrative will hit you a little bit better now that you remember the characters. Honestly, and I have a really bad gaming memory, 
But honestly, sometimes I'll replay a game and I don't remember much of the story of it all. I remember these little moments, but I, I don't have like a just some overarching understanding of what I what I played before. So I'm really happy that I replayed Blasphemous. Even if I still don't quite understand the story, it gets a little weird and, and whatever, but I'm glad that I replayed that one. Another thing, and this is a thing I look at for games. Like, my gaming habits are weird. I will buy more games on the Switch kind of haphazardly, but when it comes to the PlayStation, I really want to have a tight, strong gaming library. So it takes a lot for me to buy a game and commit to that in my library. Um, and one thing that I'm really attracted to is games that I know I can play in multiple ways. I think the king of this is Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, you can play the game. Look, I mean, you can you can choose a character and pick a weapon and then use that weapon and then just use a different weapon. You can do that fine. But there is something fun to starting a whole new game of Monster Hunter, picking a whole different weapon, and then just focusing on that weapon the whole game and playing every every mission with that weapon. And so you could play that game, you know, a dozen times in just different ways. Uh, the FromSoft games, uh, From Software, like, you know, Elden Ring, Dark Souls, like those games. Those are really good because generally in the Dark Souls games and in Elden Ring, you can choose different kinds of characters. So, for example, in Elden Ring, you can be more of a, a tank-type character. You can be more magic-type character. And then, you know, like games always have that rogue-type character. And so, yeah, playing a game in different ways is really fun. And I always look for that. Uh, I, I also played, uh, this is a Nintendo game, but Fire Emblem Engage. It came out in January. I played through it. I loved it. And then three days later, I played again. Why? Because there's so many characters in that game and you can't use them all. I played and just used completely different characters. I, I won't say it felt like a new game, but I was playing through with different personalities in my party and, and really learning and getting to love certain characters that I completely skipped the first time that I used a second time. In fact, that game has so many characters, I could play it a third time with all new characters. Persona 5 Royal is an also another good example. You can focus your attentions on upgrading certain characters more than others because you can't upgrade them all. And so when I played that game a second time, I try to like really max out certain characters. Um, but I always look I always look for that. Games that I can play in multiple ways. Um, there are some games, and this is this is weird, but some games that are more fun once you beat it. And I don't know how to put my finger on it. But sometimes when you play a game and you don't really know what you're doing. And levels seem to drag on a little bit. And then as you get further in the game and you start to really understand things, it is really fun to replay them and just be so much more masterful of the early levels. So recently, Portal was like this for me. It took me a while to really understand the strategies of Portal. And then by the time I was done, all I wanted to do was replay the game because I felt like I could get through the 17 levels so much faster than I could than I did the first time I played it. Uh, Inscription's another one. I played through that on PlayStation. And you don't... Uh, Inscription's a game, and I, I don't want to say anything about it. It's a game best played in the dark. However, once you've played through it once, playing through it a second time must be really fun because you kind of know what you're doing. You spend a lot of that game going like, what am I trying to do here? Like, this is so weird. 
Um, I would love to play that game again. In fact, I do plan to at some point and uh, do the Casey's mod stuff there too. But uh, yeah, just once you know what you're doing, Baldur's Gate 3, another great example. Um, as I'm replaying through Act 1, I know there were some battles that really challenged me that I'm having a much easier time because I just understand the tricks of battling. And I understand how to get through a battle much faster and, and what I'm trying to do and strategies. Um, and I can I can even be even more focused on story and also decision-making. Um, so there's a good one. Games that I didn't quite love but feel like I missed something. <laughs> that was clearly Horizon Zero Dawn because I honestly didn't love that game when it was done, uh, when I did it the first time. Another one that could be like that someday is going to be Sea of Stars. There are people that profess that Sea of Stars is their game of the year. I thought the game was gorgeous. I love, by the way, the the game art, um, the poster art. Like, I love the art style of that game. But I didn't think it was a great game. But now that I finished it and I understand, you know, everything it takes to get through the game, I could see myself replaying it. And, you know, relaxing about thinking I'm so far into the game or or looking for the hidden items earlier in the game that I didn't before and understanding where they are. Um, that might be one that I replay. Another one is, I hate to say this, games that kicked my butt and I want revenge. I actually had a revenge list for a while. It was a special backlog of games that I was just getting revenge on. Uh, one of those was Sekiro. <laughs> and so I did go through it a second time. I actually got further than I did the first time. And so I was super happy. I was like, I am past where I couldn't get past before. But then I met the guardian ape and I can't beat the guardian ape. And um, yeah, I, I, I had to stop again. Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer was another game that was so hard. I couldn't beat it. I actually did try to replay it. And um, I, I still, I cannot handle that game. Uh, Return of the Oberdin is an uh, Oberdin is another one. I really wanted to give that game a try. I actually really liked the way that game played, but the problem was I had trouble mem remembering all the different memories I was unlocking, and so I'd be in a place I'd unlock the memory, and it was like, oh, I already did this one, and I was just losing track of where they were. I really would like to give that one another try, though. I really like the whole theme and everything around that game. Uh, another good reason is playing on a more powerful system. I mentioned this uh, with um, Bloodstained. Bloodstained is a game that I really loved on the Switch, but I really wanted to see it in all its graphical glory on PS5, and uh, I really appreciated it. Also, recently I played through Shadow of the Colossus. I think I learned when I did that maybe I don't like that game as much as I did before, but I wanted to see the remake. So in this case, it's not so much just a powerful system, and it is, but it was also a remake as well. I wanted to see it in more splendor. Same with Demon's Souls remake, if that counts. It is a remake. And in many ways, the game is different. But um, I, I really loved that game on PS3. And I just wanted to kind of see this new remake. In fact, put that under a, a game that there's multiple ways to play. Because you can play as different kind of characters in that game. And I, I really want to kind of go through it as a magic user. And then the last on the list is, and this is this is underrated, games that were buggy or missing features when you played them. This happens a lot these days. This is a big problem in the industry. A lot of these large AAA games are released, and they are buggy, 
and there's quests that you can't complete and things that glitch out. And sometimes what happens is you play it on day one and then you finish it. And then a month or two later, there's some patches that fix some things up. Another thing we see is games that don't run at 60 frames a second until a month or two later when they get patched. I still to this day do not know why that is a thing. But I played Life is Strange True Colors day one and love the game. But it was uh, 30 frames a second, which was surprising at the time. In fact, I think I was playing it on Series X, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Series X. And it was 30 frames a second. What the heck? Um, And then I finished it. And then like a month later, we got a 60 frame patch. And so I had to play it again because I wanted to see see it with more splendor and beauty. Uh, Another big one, and maybe obvious, is Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk came out and had a lot of issues. Even people who could play it without crashing or whatever... There was lots of glitching going on on uh, on um, you know current gen consoles, and uh, recently we got the Cyberpunk 2.0 that came with the DLC, and so a lot of people have been re-experiencing that game and really enjoying it. And you know you feel good because you're playing through the game the way they kind of intended it to be. So that's another good reason. That's those are all my reasons. I did want to um, call out. One reason why I don't replay games that a lot of people do, cozy games. There are a lot of people that I know that have a game that they play every year. I know someone who plays Mega Man 2 every year. I know someone who plays Demon Soul, uh, Dark Souls every single year. I'm just not... I, I, I don't do that on a regular schedule. There are games that I've replayed multiple times. But generally, just at the moment, I wanted to play it again. Maybe I had a reason for it. There was a remaster or something else is on a on a new system. I want some trophies. I don't know. But I definitely don't play games on a regular basis that I'm like cozy with that I can like zoom through. Uh, I just don't. There's some games that I have played over the span of many years. Slay the Spire, Into the Breach. I always come back to over and over. But I wouldn't say I'm like replaying those games. I think they just... Like like Arthur said, I, I never stopped playing those games. So, so what are some games that I want to replay right now? There's always games I want to replay. Um, some that I will, some that I won't. Baldur's Gate 3, like I said, I'm replaying right now. I'm going to try to finish Act 1 in the next four or five days. I don't know, depending on uh, how much I can finish off. Uh, but I don't know if I want to go all the way with that game because it's just going to soak up so many hours. And, um, you know, I just want to kind of experience and see some of these characters. If I can get some romances in that I've been wanting to get in, that would go a long way towards me just sort of finishing up the game because there's not much else that I really want to see. I just wanted to get a sense of some of the side stories. So we'll see where I get to. Uh, Twin Mirror is a game that I bought recently. That's when I when I accidentally bought Dredge. I had bought Twin Mirror it's a don't nod game, gorgeous looking game, um, has a really good story behind it. And it's a narrative game anyway. I think I played through it twice already. Yeah, I think that was one of the games that I replayed as soon as I finished it the first time. I just feel like playing through it again. I played through it on Xbox and I'm just going to go through it on PS5. It's been a while since I played it too. So I think uh, I have some new things that I want to experience with it. Uh, That's one I want to play. Until Dawn, I still want to replay. The big one that I really want to replay and definitely will is Miles Morales. When I played Miles Morales 
it was a couple years after it had come out on PS5. And it was like, it was a cool game that was on PS Plus, And it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to play through this one. But I didn't do all the side quests. I didn't even really try to do all the side quests. I mostly main quested it. And now that I've played through Spider-Man 2, I want to go back and replay Miles Morales and see some of those storylines and connect them in my head a little bit better. So that's one I'm definitely going to replay. It's not that long. Um, so I'm really excited to replay that one. And then for games that I'd consider replaying, but probably won't. And this is a surprising one when I bought it. Hogwarts Legacy. When I bought it, my intention was to play through as a student from every school. And I never did it. I uh, I played through a ton of my character. I had a Gryffindor character. Played through a ton of it. And I was trying to like 100% it, but I came really, really close I did so many of the extra things, but I didn't quite get over the hump. Um, but I did all the, the side quests and stories and all the all the stuff that really matters. The other stuff is kind of goofy, like find all the uh, the telescopes and stuff like that. Things you don't really need to do. Um, but if you want to try to complete it, you do. I just don't have the motivation to play through as a different school member. I've heard the... I had thought early on the side quests were very different between the schools, but they're really not. And so it becomes a question of if I'm going to play it again, I got to get wrapped up in doing all the Merlin trials so I can get more inventory space. And I don't really want to do that. And then go through the side quests again. I don't know if I really want to do that. It would have been so cool if every school that you had that you played in had completely different quest lines on the side. But that's just not true. It's the same ones, and you're going to have to do them, and I don't know. I don't know. I My dream of trying to get through all four, um, probably not going to happen. Great game, though. But there are some games even I have my limit. And um, if you want to throw Baldur's Gate in there, and I'll never really get to the end. But yeah, I do love replaying games. Um, it's a fun time. Give it a try. I know people don't replay games. What can you do? right? Uh, you just do, do, do whatever it is you want to do. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. You can send me topic ideas just like Arthur you'd like to hear me talk about. Feedback for the show or just say hello on threads at PS Daily Pod, or send me an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. Let me know. Do you replay games? What, what game did you play this replay this year that you love the most? Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming. Continue to have happy holidays. And until next time. PlayStation.